Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five-minute warning... I just shut the door and I'd be like, hey, baby, let me go talk to him for a second. And I just walked out and had to have a conversation with the white kid. Like, look, you cool, Billy. Um, Billy. Billy. <laughs> you cool, Billy. I, I, I ain't got no beef with you. I just need you to know that this is your one. Like, this is your one slide forever. <laughs> this is this is your one slide forever because I think this look, I think this gonna replace my number five. <laughs> I mean, look, I, don't, I don't remember reading the kid's name. Doesn't matter. He, he, he looks like a Billy, Billy to me. Like, but ain't no, no picture of a man. He called him Billy. Yeah. You put a poster board up there with cotton. Your name is Billy. Like that's 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 just what the effort is. <laughs> oh my god, his name is Billy. <laughs> we call him Billy. I, I'm so done right now. Actually, I, I thought he was gonna say Chaz. I don't know. Zach. I mean, can we, can we go with that? <laughs> no, I like Billy much better. <laughs> oh my god. But I mean, like, I, I'm not mad at the kid, but I do question his intellect because I'm just like, yo. Did you think that was clever or like you almost just called my daughter nigga on on a poster board? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sometimes that's an example of like, hey, white boy, you're trying too hard. The five minute warning. Okay, students, this is your five minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Hear ye, hear ye. All that watch upon the five-minute warning. We are at a monumental episode. As you can tell at the bottom, this is the number 100th episode of the five-minute warning. Yes, somehow, for some reason, you have put up with this podcast slash live TV show for 100 episodes. So, the joke's on you. But now, let me stop. Hey, once again, it's a five-minute warning. And, of course, it's me, Ruben Brown, of course. Right down below, we got AG. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? I mean, he's a little bit ahead of me. That's cool. And then, in his lounge away from... Whatever we got, Moby. Just chilling, man. Just chilling. I mean, he chilling in his new thirst trap. Yeah, because <laughs> his first it. thirst trap wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy's thirst trapping already. We just started the episode. Nah, man, we good now. We're good, man. Good, man. So yeah, as everybody can see, five minute one, number one hundred. 
So before we get into the craziness that's about to ensue, AG, yes, 100 sir. episodes, man. Did you see it coming? Yes, I did. And I think I saw it coming when... The day I saw it coming was when Moby was a regular. And then when I knew it was coming was when we really when he when he changed microphones and i was like you can hear everything he had to say i was like oh this <laughs> this is gonna be good because he would when say things and we would know what he was saying but when i went over it it was like you could it really had to work hard to try to make him intelligible but i'm telling you when he got that new microphone i was like oh it's on now buddy it's i mean i on. guess he's like if you're going if i'm gonna talk this ish you might as well hear what i'm saying truth i think he really blossomed when i put the uh the the, the language warning at the beginning because <laughs> then, then the leash Mo was B off was at like, that point oh yeah buddy EMA, <laughs> I, I can say what i, I want to say now buddy <laughs> i mean it's south park up in this joint it really was and then it was so funny to me because the first time he popped that cherry in the cu pearl clutch over it oh that was hilarious but it's crazy though, because like up until the last couple of weeks, I feel like Ruben has said the most f bombs on the show. Yeah, Probably. but you'll always be a legend for your Hall of Fame. <laughs> I don't, did I drop the first f bomb? I don't know if no, I dropped. I don't the first think you one. did. I think I think it was Ruben. I think that yeah, was because Ruben. I would correct it after the fact. Oh yeah. But then, like I said, once I once I don't know what episode it was, but you were either. I think you might have been upset at something, and you were just like, F this, F that, and I was like, you know what? I got to change. This is not a family show anymore. I know that. <laughs> it was a family show for a hot minute. Then yeah, Moby but came. I, I think I think Moby was the crown jewel, to be honest with you. Um, the oh. show's been very good since then. I mean, I've listened to all of them multiple times since I had to, and, and there's something he brings to the table that neither one of us do. Um, so I think he... <laughs> especially when and I don't think he even tries I think there's I think the way he sees life is more than interesting <laughs> all right all right Moby same question to you man I mean did you did you think we were getting to 100 and I ain't think y'all I ain't think you let me be up here for 10 shows man <laughs> pearl clutching <laughs> <laughs> look I knew what I was getting when you know, I said, yo, man, I need you to be on the show. He's like, you sure about that? I'm like, I mean, yeah, like, you sure about it? Because I'm not the best at censoring myself. And I'm not even talking about language wise. I mean, opinion wise. I'm not really good at censoring myself. If you did, there was <laughs> there would be no need for you on the show. You have to be you. Well, yeah. And I think that's be. a cool thing. You know? It is. That's what I'm saying is it wouldn't be the same show. Because I've heard like I, I would hear like when you and I do a show. Yeah, and then when Mo B was on the show on a regular basis, not the same, not even close. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Y'all giving me stuff. way too much credit, man. No, we're like, not. I hear the shows all the time. No, we're not. Th this show went on what, like forty some shows before I got here. So. All I'm saying is it was different. Because I mean, come on, man. Because I was going through the uh, the uh, my five, so I get my list right. And when I thought I had one more to go and then I was looking at the show notes through each show, show wouldn't have to, so I wouldn't have to listen to them. So I could get my, you know, jog my memory. And uh, the, 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 the math oppression came up. I was like, <laughs> yo, I was, and that's the show you and I did, right? Yeah. Oh my God. I, I was, I remember snot crying 
over that. That was oh, crazy, man. I'm that telling was hilarious. you. Yo. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm gonna be real. Never when I first started it, I was happy to get ten shows in. And then it kind of just grew. And then we did the six month episode. I was like, okay, this is starting to become a little bit more real than I I thought it was gonna be. But I think for me it truly hit that this show has the potential to do hundred episodes is when we went live for episode fifty. And when we did that, to me, that changed the whole complexity of the show. Because we were no longer just recording and just putting out podcasts. No, no. We were putting out live content. And, you know, there are times where AG could fix it up and make it more apologetic than it should have been. But now when you live, you live. And... You know, you just learn that there are certain things you just can't take back. <laughs> Is that how you're going to characterize it? <laughs> certain mean, things you can't take back. What's out there is out there. And you can sit here and be like, I ain't say that. Bruh. All, all six people heard you say it. And it's like, not including us. So it's one of those things where, for me, the show wants to get evolved. And now episode 100 and we're gonna evolve a little bit more today because that's what we do here we evolve we gotta we gotta change it up because if you're just giving the same old garbage then it's the same old garbage but we'll talk more about that later so first of all thanks everybody for listening um you know definitely if you're out there on in the twitch world hit us up you can communicate with us um on the chat but let's just get into it man so we got a couple episodes in but guess what yes yes they did it they did it the wonder years is now black y'all and i'm black y'all and it's blackity black and it's black y'all and there's some people out there partially the white community who don't really like it and that's on them but hey i mean We've had the opportunity to watch the first couple of episodes of the Wonder Years, the new version. So my first question to you, gentlemen, is at the beginning, when you heard that they were coming out with the Wonder Years again, but it was going to be in the um, the scape of black people, what did you think about it? Uh, let's start with AG first. I had two thoughts. I thought uh, based on when the Wonder the Wonder Years took place, the original series took place, I knew that they had a potential to, to produce fire for uh, uh, Wonder Years with an all black cast, set with all black perspectives on the same time frame. But my second thought is, if if this sucks, we're in trouble. So it better be good because there's some white folks out there that don't appreciate this foolishness. So if you're gonna if you're gonna you know set some stuff on fire let it be good don't let it be a dumpster fire i'm just saying be good and it was i i, I haven't watched the second episode yet but the first episode was dope i mean they started out by punching in the face by uh doing the um just a few days before king was killed and the aftermath of all of that from from a black perspective in a black neighborhood in a really segregated town which all towns were but still it was it was crazy so i i really enjoyed it it was good moby 
man, I hated the idea that they was trying to make a black version of Wonder Years. When they first started advertising, I was like, man, this is going to be trash. Why are we trying to capitalize on the fact that all of a sudden black is cool? And then I watched the first two episodes and I was like, yeah, this is brilliant. I'm I'm glad they did this. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't got no problem admit when I was wrong. Like, you know, the family wanted to watch it. And I was like, all right, we'll watch it. And then just like AG said, that first episode, like doing it a couple of days before King's assassination. And then, you know, right up to it is like, yo, this is this is perfect. It started so many conversations in my house because then I had to realize that, you know, my nine and 10 year old, they understand what racism is. They understand like the new age racism that people out there protesting. They don't understand the blatant ass racism that was going on back then. Like this is they asking all types of questions. I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's and for me, it's hard to fathom, you know, not understanding this, but realizing that, you know, they ain't got no reason to really know about it so this is all brand new to them wow yeah i I thought it was i I think so far it's been really well done and like i'm i'm into it now so when when i first heard i was really just like huh um i wasn't sure but when i saw clips of the first episode and i'm gonna tell you what one went won me over man and this gonna sound crazy, but Don Cheadle doing the voiceover. Because look, man, what I will say is this. Don Cheadle has done a lot of things. And there are a lot of things that are he's done that's absolutely terrible because it's what it is. But at this point in time, he is of such stature where you just can't be doing some old crazy BS. And the fact that he led his voice for this meant that okay he must think is okay not that i should believe what he says but it was different because you know having watched the original wonder years you know the guy in the background is telling you everything that you need to know is almost like telling you before that the kid experienced it himself which i thought was really interesting um but don chido putting his his voice on it that's a big deal and you know the first i've seen just the first episode show solid man it shows solid i mean i'm not going to compare it to the cosby show because it's two different types of things um but i feel like that it could reach those heights you know because back in the day the, the cosby show was probably the number one you know sitcom black or white for a very long time so i feel like that this could reach those heights and i didn't really watch a lot of blackish or grownish or mixedish or poopish or whatever all that stuff is but i do appreciate the the wonder year stuff um i was not born in 68 so a lot of that i mean i've read some of that in books um just anxious for the kid to grow up and how he grows up so i'm excited for that but yeah i mean go ahead no i was gonna say uh before we leave this is i want to shout out fred savage for being a part of it at a high level because he kind of had the most to lose or gain in a bad way so i thought that was kind of cool he's part of this yeah definitely 
I mean, for what I understand, Fred Savage is a pretty cool dude. Um, and plus, you know what? Make some more money. <laughs> I mean, what's he doing now? Crickets. Exactly. So, um, as far as people hating it, man, if you're going to hate it, then... I mean, are there people giving it negative reviews? Because, like, I really generally stay away from... If I actually watch a show, I generally will, will not look for any reviews on it because... First of all, I don't I don't like hearing about people who don't matter to me's opinion. And because like I just know most of the time the internet is just full of visceral hate. So no matter how great something is, there'll always be somebody screaming from the mountaintops that it's awful. But how how has the overall critics been to the show? I don't know, because I'm with you. I didn't read it I didn't read any reviews before or since because I like the show and that's all that really matters. So you well, read anything, Ruben? I mean from what the article is saying is you know a lot of people are like why are you creating something that belongs to us you know it's a whole belong <laughs> to, us, to us type of deal <laughs> i mean you gotta love that man you gotta love the belong to us stuff well, i mean maybe there is such a thing as white appro- misappropriation you know maybe i mean so you know and some some white woman called it racist and i'm kind of just like <laughs> Yeah, it's racist. How 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 has it been racist? Because I have it. It does display racism. I don't know how it's racist though, especially the kid, like my man's friend. He's not. I mean, he's, he's not prejudiced. I love. Yeah, that line. he said he it said, two three times. <laughs> <laughs> he said the woman is accused of series of being racist simply for featuring black actors and tell a black centered story, which pretty much means she's probably more of a racist than anything else, and. Nobody should care about her opinion. How dare you have a show about black people's existence in the 60s? <laughs> I mean, you know, this is probably the same woman who loved the Cosby show. And let's just be real. The Cosby show was a Cosby show, but it's not like it tackled a whole bunch of color situations. But it did just by its existence. Yeah, just by well, its existence. I'm, well, I'm just saying they, it wasn't directly like the, Theo didn't go and have issues at school. For being black that's, true. <laughs> that's all i'm saying he had issues in school because he was theo you're right about that yeah <laughs> i mean but they didn't really tackle all that stuff until a different world and then they really they i feel like they tackled it backwards like you know the child goes to hbcu but i feel like it was tackled more on how how white people see us and how we should act. I don't know. I just, I mean, a different one was okay. It just wasn't, it didn't do it for me. I'll just go put it like that. It just didn't do it for me. Um, became, it became less about the girl from the Cosby show than more about everybody else, which I but guess that was, that was kind of her choice because she, you know, had her little run in with, I guess, beef with Bill Cosby or wanted to do, I don't, I don't know. Which but is yeah, crazy, the, right? the, the, the show, like dude literally made a show just for her yeah (laughs) like literally she made it was grownish 30 years ahead of time literally true and never even thought that way and she kind of pissed it away and so they just basically made the show about everybody else which i would probably say it went one year too long you know they graduated and then they they got jobs and stuff and then I mean, I get it, but 
I mean, yeah, it probably did go on one season too long, but at the same time, it's like you had to find a point to end it. And true, true that. So, um, but yeah, you know, as far as you know, the the whole racist thing, it's just like, man, if you don't like the show, watch the Wonder Years. Kevin's, you can see it on Nick and Night, man. Kevin's on Nick and Night every night. You know, you can see him look bad with Winnie Cooper and all that stuff so so yeah you got some people talking about it but nobody who i care to talk about so going from that to (laughs) yeah so i think it's a fair statement which you know ag is here so hey man the world is, is changing it has not changed fully but you know interracial relationships really isn't the big hullabaloo like it, it was probably it well is. okay okay it is it is all right because it's like <laughs> Moby said about his family watching the wonder years it's gone from blatant to nuance the nuance is still there so just saying it's it's not okay. near it's not it's not blatant anymore it's definitely more clandestine and more again nuance but i'm telling you it's a big deal Okay, well, that's very possible. So, a high school student in Kansas City decided, white boy, just put it out there, decided to ask a black girl out for prom. Excuse me, homecoming. So, this is so. This is so rough. Look at Moby. <laughs> so, in his, in his brilliance, in his brilliance, because, you know, when you. It never happened to me, and I never did it. You know, that's a story for another time. But, like, when you get, when you ask a girl to homecoming, you, I guess the thing is now you make some very sophisticated ask why. Grand gesture. Grand yeah, gesture. I, I, I have a whole nother opinion on that, but yeah, let's, let's keep yeah. it moving. So he wrote a poster. And on this poster, I quote, he says, he says I quote, if I was black, I would be picking cotton. And then he had cod balls beside it. But I'm white, so I'm picking you for Hoko or Homecoming. Yes or no? So he used. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's doing a woosah <laughs> right now. <laughs> Look at so he used uh, the oh, age old black people picking cotton reference to ask this black girl out to Homecoming, which she did accept. Congratulations, bruh. <laughs> so, of course, of course, the parents, the, the parent of the daughter is cool with it. <laughs> she ain't got no issues. But I guess the other parents, the other people are not cool with it. AKA, the white people are not cool with it. So, Moby, guess what's, what? What do you think, man? Wait, I, I, like, right. there's there's more to this, but I, I you're, you're just looking like no. Nah, I mean, like the fact that the the black the fact that the black girl's problem, I mean, family doesn't really have a problem with it, actually speaks to me. Not because I'm mad at them, because they they probably obviously know this kid. He's probably been around before, and let's be honest. 
any group of black people to have like one or two white friends y'all give you give the white people that you're really cool with leeway to slide in a few racially insensitive jokes because it's like i know who you are it's funny we can all laugh about it but when you put the shit on the poster board and then you put cotton up there it's like like i i might have i have daughters and if that would if that would have been my daughter we would have shut the door I'd have shut the door and I'd be like, hey, baby, let me go talk to him for a second. And I just walked out and had to have a conversation with the white kid. Like, look, you cool, Billy. Um, Billy. Billy. <laughs> you cool, Billy. I, I, I ain't got no beef with you. I just need you to know that this is your one. Like, this is your one slide forever. <laughs> this, is, this is your one slide forever because... I think this look. I think this gonna replace my number five. <laughs> I mean, look, I, don't, I don't remember reading the kid's name. Doesn't matter. He, he, he looks like a Billy, Billy to me. Like, but ain't no uh, picture of a man. Hey, he called him Billy. Yeah. You Billy. put a poster board up there with cotton. Your name is Billy. Like that's 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 just what the effort is. <laughs> oh my God, his name is Billy. <laughs> he called him Billy. I, I'm so dead right now. Actually, I, I thought he was mean, gonna say Chaz. I don't know. Zach, I mean, can we go with that? <laughs> no, I like Billy much better. <laughs> oh my god! But I mean, like, I, I'm not mad at the kid, but I do question his intellect because I'm just like, yo, did you think that was clever or like you almost just called my daughter nigga on on a poster board, like? <laughs> 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 I mean, sometimes th that's an example of like, hey, white boy, you're trying too hard. Like, we just, just come. First of all, I have a problem with the fact that we, that there's all these prom invites and homecoming invites that are making the internet now. Like, because apparently we ain't celebrating women actually getting married no more. Now it's just like, hey, effort man if a dude just ask you to prime let's let's go all out for this shit like like i, I don't remember this being a big fuss when i was in school and I, it ain't been that damn long like it was like hey i just gonna ask you in the hallway hey you know you want to go to homecoming cool like i ain't feel like i needed to make no show i didn't have to feel like i needed to make some racially insensitive joke on a poster board first of all i want to know how did billy come up with this was billy just sitting there like i gotta think of some cool ass shit to and say i have an answer for you on that i have an answer for you and he was just like yo i got i gotta think of something so right. if so, i was black what would i be doing if i was black right, and the first I... thing billy thought about was picking fucking cotton if i was black picking cotton yeah i heard i heard that's what they be doing you know, if I was black, I'd be picking cotton. Look, hey, Ruben, I don't mean to interrupt none of y'all. <laughs> but if you think you would have got to 100 episodes without this food, <laughs> you are high. <laughs> Go ahead, so, man. First, so, that was the first thing he thought about if I was that, black. Picking oh, cotton. I if, I, if I was black, I'd be a better basketball player. Or if I was black, um, I'd yeah. be a greater athlete. Or if I was oh, black, oh, I'd have a bigger dick. Like, give, <laughs> give me some of the good stereotypes. Don't go straight to the, you be a slave in the field. Like, Moby, Moby. All right. So, so her mom claimed that there was a, a Caucasian and an African American boy who were involved. She even, uh, 
she even alleged the black boy, she called him African American. The black boy made the sign. So, yeah. Because people now people aren't believing all that. It's and like, even if just, the black kid did, then you know what that black kid did? Set Billy ass up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a black kid that don't even like Billy for real. <laughs> I mean, so wow. So <laughs> so KB Yakko says, so tired. If you're gonna be offensive, at least be original. <laughs> and of course, Moko Cowboy, man. The guy says, I guess he had a cotton ball pass. Oh, oh y'all! <laughs> I just—if I, I was black, I'd be. And the first thing that this fucker thought was picking cotton. <laughs> I uh, mean, what? Did, I mean, maybe he could have said. And, and, and if you're gonna and if you're gonna go in on the negative stereotypes, like at least go in on a modern negative stereotype. Well, like crack dealer. Yeah, like you know, if I was black, I'd be dealing crack or. <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> or if I was black, I'd be unemployed. Uh, <laughs> or, or, or if I was black, you know, the police officer might have shot me before I finished making this sign. <laughs> yeah, at, at least, at least the man had cotton on his, his joint, man. He had, he had, yeah, and he then had he some had cotton found some cotton balls to put up there. He, we he, he didn't find any, man. You went to, oh, yeah, he, 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 he doubled down. On his first black thought was picking cotton. So basically, Ruben, if you walk in the room, this white kid, the only thing he thinks your profession could be is cotton picker. He, he got to be picking cotton. What does he think his her family does? Like, damn, y'all got a big ass house. I bet your dad be picking a lot of damn cotton. <laughs> no, nah, he he got a cotton gin. It's like Queen Sugar. I'm just oh, saying. You're right. You're right. He got the cotton gin. Ah, and KB Echo comes back. He's like. What would the post say if it was a black kid asking a white girl? If I was white, I would be no. If it was a black kid asking a white girl, he wouldn't have made a poster. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. Truth. I, I ain't making no poster. I mean, because let's be that's too much work. Oh man. Oh my goodness. Hi, AG man. You're you're the one person here who is in an interracial relationship. Okay. Bruh, would would you have done this for your wife? F no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man, this is racist as hell. He said F no. No, man. I mean, come on. I ain't gonna give Billy a pass. <laughs> because like Moby said, if you really break down the game film what he said, there's some thought that had to go into this. This is not so he tried to make a grand gesture. And it's like as sophisticated as kids are, I ain't gonna give Billy no pass on this one, man. I'm like, I mean, even if the kid was black, that's like, that's extra. Even if you black, that's extra. So I got I just, a question for y'all. Let, let's here's a question for y'all, because I gotta ask. So, well, first of all, let's just be real about this. And she did say yes, which it blows my mind even more. Cause my mama would have said, saw that if I was the if I was the the girl, my mama would have read that and said, "Look, if you if you go out there, boy, don't come home no more." Which further lets me know that this family know Billy, and they know that he ain't got no racism <laughs> in him. They just know he dumb as hell. They probably, you know, what I'm saying you you dumb, like that's that's why you gotta give him a pet. Like, bro, you was you got to be the dumbest 
No, no, no street right no, now, man. But no. no, oh no, no. If if that sign was outside my house and somebody was that, I shut the door. I'd be like, yo, I'm gonna let you know right now. I bet not ever see you with Billy. <laughs> ever. <laughs> and, and and if I do see you with Billy, you, you better be moving in with him because you ain't you ain't coming back here. Actually, I think he probably would have said William at that point. I, that, I don't know. I think be, if I ever see you with William. Don't come back. Nah, oh, nah. I, I'm I'm only saying names because we on the air. But I'd be like, if you ever, if I ever see you with that mother again, <laughs> <laughs> yo. And the other thing that bugged me about it was the white lady oh. is is blaming the black daughter for all this. Which I'm like, I read the article and it, it confused me until I was like, why is she? And then the next thing that bugged me was. Mom blamed the black student, though. Blame the kid's friend. How you gonna blame Billy Boy? Like she, I said, that it's all the black kid's fault. But the real, the the real thing that let me know, the the biggest thing that let me know where the mom stood for real, and I don't even know if she really understood that she was telling on herself when she when she said all lives matter. When she said all lives matter, I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even need to read it anymore. I was like, you're a racist, and you just got outed because you probably taught Billy this, and he took it to the black community, and it was like. He did a Kyle Larson. I'm just saying. And, and if there's Larson. somebody out there, if there's somebody out there that thinks all lives matter isn't um, symbolic of being a racist, I'm gonna say no. It definitely is symbolic of being a racist. It just means you might not know you're a racist, but the rest of us do. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, it's a, look. If you don't know you're a racist, it's okay. Like just, but please listen when we call you a racist. Don't get defensive. Just, just try to figure out why the hell we call him Billy a racist. We don't know Billy, but we know when you make a sign and the first thing you think of when you say, "If I was black," goes to picking cotton. Yeah. Only thing you, I'm you, saying, you got is, that shit in you. I think she was kind of crazy for, um, putting the black family out on Front Street when. That's the only proof you had to make sure that you wouldn't be a racist. Because you know, most people that are racist and don't know they're racist always got that one black friend. And not even one. It's just, they always know exactly how many black exactly. friends they had. Exactly. Exactly how many. I got four black friends. I'm not a racist. <laughs> wow. And, and she threw them under the bus. So now she's got nobody. And she said all lives matter. Just saying. So... And on top of all this, um, they didn't say which goes to where, but one of them goes to a, pri a private Catholic high school, and the other one goes to a regular a public high school. Now, you can sit there and assume, but I'm going to tell you not to assume because you may think, well, maybe the white kid goes to the Catholic school. I was actually going to think reverse. That, I mean, that's what I'm thinking <laughs> because, like, look, man. I know a lot. I, I do know a lot of people who are Catholic religion. I mean, I don't think they get taught this shit. Oh, <laughs> you're cute. I know. You're, can I keep you? <laughs> I <try. laughs> but I mean, you know, and like the Catholic school actually put a press release out about it. And I'm just like, what? Catholics like, just you, trying not to get sued, man. They're still racist. I, I mean, if you try to tell me just because you're Catholic means you're not racist, come on, man. I mean, you got a whole, they got a whole bunch of other stuff going on with the Boy Scouts and all that and their own issues. So. Oh, they got many more issues than that. Just saying. 
And then, of course, the NAACP chapter wants to investigate the incident and use it as a learning opportunity. And I'm just like, hold on, man. So basically, you're saying that this dude, who clearly this black girl likes a lot, a lot, made this poster with or without help. And now the NAACP is in this shit? Like, damn, like. Really, that's what we need to do to get. I can almost guarantee in okay, ten years, not, this little this little girl's gonna regret all this. And, and this saying. is the, this is gonna be an unpopular thing, but this is why the NAACP don't get shit done. Why y'all worried about this? Yeah, this, this ain't serving about. nobody. <laughs> what are y'all investigating? And then what are y'all gonna do after the investigation's over? Are y'all gonna go up? Oh, we officially claim this racist because we are the authority on claiming things being racist. Like, what, what is it? Like, what are they going to do? Nothing. What are you going to arrest a kid for? I mean, hello, Romeo and Juliet. Keep it, keep it moving. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, but yeah, that's that's. But but Moby brings up a very good point. The NAACP wants to investigate to do what? Nothing. Exactly. To say y'all were involved, I mean, you know, is the mom says it's cool. The girl's going to homecoming with him. With him, I mean, I don't see how this is anybody else's damn business. Yeah, if if, if that family is cool with their daughter going to homecoming with somebody that thinks that black people pick cotton, and that's 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 number one job profession right there, cotton picker. Like I mean, that's that's all, that's on them. I'm still at the part where you said Billy. Billy. <laughs> and and so just to let everybody know, they did not actually put the names of the kids in the article because they are underage, and they can't do that. <laughs> so, which is probably best for everybody. So, so if his name's actually Billy. Lucky guess. <laughs> <laughs> so in Texas, um, our Texas high school saw. Dozens of students fill his halls last Wednesday to protest what they said was a school decision to deny a transgender girl the use of the girl facilities. So, basically, biological boy identifies as girl, wanted to use the female locker room, and they told they told her no because it was for quote unquote actual girls unquote. First of all, let's just remember, we are in Texas, and these people think that six weeks is enough to know whether, one, that you're pregnant, and two, that's enough time to determine whether you need an abortion. So I just want to put that out there. Completely different situation, but that's what we're dealing with in Texas. Um, So the protest was peaceful, you know, and stuff like that. Everybody went back to school, and... You know, the administration met with the student and her parents to examine the district's, quote, enrollment of transgender students guidelines, unquote. First of all, I think I'm more shocked that Texas actually has things such as this. Enrollment of transgender students guidelines, because, I mean, if you if you see what's going on in Texas, I mean, they don't seem like the people who are really all about caring about other people other than themselves. So, with that being said, uh, look at Moby. <laughs> AG, what are you thinking, man? 
I'm thinking that the real issue here is is not even about the article in and of itself. It's just the unintended consequences. Um, unless, and this doesn't include transgender people that have gone all the way with it. If you identify as a boy, and but you are biologically a girl, and I'm in junior high, and you show up in the locker room, I'm not good enough to say that I'm not going to look at you as a girl. I'm not good enough to say that I would look at you even close to neutral. Maybe I wouldn't say anything, but I would be thinking in my mind, I just saw a naked girl. And we were talking about little boys in junior high. So same goes for if I was a little girl and you come into my locker room and you identify as a girl, but you are biologically a boy. I'm going to be thinking all sorts of things from I'm uncomfortable to wow, what's that and everything in between. There's there's it's murky to say the least. So that's really the only overriding thought I had about the article is everything that goes after this. Now, again, I'm not talking about transgender people that have made the complete transition where you used to have a penis and now you don't anymore. You have a vagina, a man-made one, or you used to have a vagina, but now you have a man-made penis. You are, you know, you have physical attributes that makes you something else. But people that purely identify as emotionally as the other gender or something other than their biological assignment, that can be rough. And you're putting a lot of other people in a position in which they can't win. So that's all I really thought about this whole thing. All right, Moby. I just want to know when, when do we have to stop trying to make one or two people feel comfortable at the cost of everybody else being uncomfortable? I appreciate the kids and students wanting to protest this, but I mean, look, it's, we're just in a generation now where they just like protesting like that protesting is just what they see now so hey we don't like something we protest it but um the logistics of this would be a nightmare i mean i i get it that you know this trans person wants to go in the locker room of the sex that they feel like they identify towards great no problem the only way you can make that work is they can be the only person in there because you can't make it so that other people might be uncomfortable just to make this person comfortable i mean maybe that's not the popular opinion but that's just the reality of it and the school has to think about it from that perspective like we can't make a decision that could get us sued by multiple people because one kid's uncomfortable or two kids are uncomfortable. Now, I appreciate the kids because, I mean, oftentimes kids are going to be more progressive than than the adults. So I, I appreciate and respect the fact that it seems like these kids are cool enough with the idea of this trans person, you know, identifying with a different sex. But part of me then is skeptical about that because, I mean, they're kids in school. You're going to protest to get out of class? Sure, I'm down for whatever we protest. We're about to walk out of class, right? Let's do it. 
So like I'm I, I mean so I, I don't even think that's an accurate gauge on how many kids are really down for the cause. And 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 I don't know what the right answer is. I just know I, I know the right answer can't be that if my 13 or 14 year old um genetically born as a male says identify as a female, you can't just then let them be in the girls locker room. That it just doesn't work. I mean, maybe the kids are cool with it. What about the the kids' parents? Are they cool with that? Like it is it's just like you said, it's just all these unintended consequences. And I don't think first of all, the kids aren't old enough and don't think far enough through to understand these unintended consequences. So that's why they're protesting. And I mean, I get it. Everybody wants to be politically correct. Everybody wants to be on the right side of all of the letters lgbt everybody wants to be on the right side of the argument when it comes to that but sometimes you're just wrong and i'm not saying you're wrong for how you how you feel to identify with yourself but but sometimes you're wrong if you feel like the mass has to bend to your will because you say so that makes me you know insensitive then i guess i'm just insensitive all right um I'm I'm very much in the middle with this. Um I, I feel like we all are. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I like we all are. Like I completely understand everything that Moby just said. Um and I guess when it's all said and done, at least at this point in time, we have created a world in which um it's the best way to say it in in which we do cater to everyone supposedly um fair or unfair that's the way un- unfortunately our world is um so i i can understand as a parent how you would feel if you know my daughter with my daughter who is genetically male went into the girls bathroom like I get it um but yeah I don't I don't have an answer I wish I had an answer but I don't I mean without going with the whole uh what do they call it the the family um the the one bathroom that caters to both but then there's only one bathroom so that's a part of segregation right there yeah at this point in time, I just don't think until all bathrooms become unisex, which will never happen. Um, I just when we as people are not progressive enough to get to that point as a whole, we're just not. And as much as we would like to be, we're just not. We're just not, and we're never getting there. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I feel on it. Um, and one more before we get into more fun stuff. So, <laughs> a professor got suspended in UCLA for not giving black students an easier final exam. They reinstated him, so now he's suing UCLA. Now, basically what happened was he received a text mess- uh, email um, from another student who basically was like, 
let me get to that point ah requested a no harm final exam meaning that it would only count if it helped the student's grade because the emails basically stated that quote we are ready to express our express our tremendous concern about the impact that this final exam and project will have on the mental and physical health of our black classmates what I mean they they asked this I guess the emails from a non-black student asking that he grade black students with greater leniency in the wake of George Floyd's death and the civil unrest that followed so <laughs> the professor did not do so and then UCLA suspended him yeah they suspended him um, and then apparently they there was a petition with 20,000 signatures demanding that he be fired what so here's the thing man like I'm gonna answer this first then I'm gonna pass it along to y'all To be honest, as a black person myself, you're at UCLA. If you can't cut it at UCLA, that's, I, I'm sorry, man. That's not, you should not be receiving any type of leniency because of the color of your skin for that. Because did you get into UCLA because of the color of your skin? Possibly, but you're there because you're smart. They don't let any people who can't handle it there. They just don't. And to say, I don't care who said it. Well, you know, you should give them some leniency because they're dealing with George Floyd. I mean, my job didn't give me leniency because I was dealing with George Floyd. I mean, last time I kept you go to school, that's your job. Man, mess me with that. And I hope he sues them and I hope he gets money because they're the bigger, they're, they're more boo-boo the fool than the, other, than the kids because they suspended them. For, for doing his job. How do you get suspended for doing your job? Optics. Optics what? I just told you. You asked the question, I answered it. Yeah. Man, that's dumb. I mean, you're right. That, that oversimplification is actually, in this case, right. But that's the answer. Because I'm like, aren't you doing black folks a public disservice by giving them <laughs> yeah. a lesser, I mean, grading them on a on a more lenient grading scale? And also, isn't that insulting? Well, yeah. yeah. Not, 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 even, not even like doing this disservice. It's, it's insulting to think that we as a people who, okay, as a people, we've dealt with centuries of slavery, oppression, Jim Crow, and because this one i'm not minimizing it but because this one dude got pretty much murdered in front of, like you think now all of a sudden us as black people are just gonna crumble like oh no we can't possibly go on now well i think we're based on what you were saying i think we're much more mentally tough than that just saying what? but i was laughing i was laughing though because this goes perfectly with Y'all haven't seen episode two of Wonder Years, which is obvious because if you would, you would find this so humorous. Because no, no, I gotta watch it now. Yeah, because in the aftermath, all the teachers are like treating him nicer because like he gets a bad grade, 
and they're like oh you're still struggling with the martin luther king thing let's just change this grade for you <laughs> what <laughs> bro but i mean yeah ruben ag's right man this is all about optics man and you know i mean look i dealt with it at my own job i mean you didn't deal with it even though we work at the same place but you know there was a whole bunch of people you know, well i'm sorry there's a whole bunch of white people on this campaign of how can i be a better white pe- person for black people and sometimes they just get it wrong they think oh well we need to give you something that th- that will make up for everything and th- and that's all these white students were trying to do th- these white students were like hey these black guys need these black kids need a need a mental break because no disrespect to any of them if they they've never been through all of this oppression so when they see this there are a lot of white people the george floyd things was like the first time they had ever grasped the idea that inequities actually existed like this so to them this was like oh my god how can you move go on after this and to most black people we was just like i mean shit sucks but i mean yeah i still got this exam <laughs> like i mean maybe there was somebody who didn't study because they were protesting or up in arms about what happened but i don't even think that person expected not to suffer the consequences for that it just is what it is ag oh i already said my piece i mean like oh. i said before the, the biggest thing for me is like moby said when you are looking on the outside and you see something that you thought was a fantasy become real, like like I know a lot of white folks understand what a ropeless lynching is now because of George Floyd. But to black people, it's like, damn, that happened two weeks ago. Oh, that that's been happening all summer. Or, or that, that, yeah, that's that's normal stuff. For them, it's a shock because now everything that they said they could pass off is like. You know, they, they can't gaslight somebody anymore because you just saw it. And when I say gaslight, I want to use that a little lightly because I don't think that they, you know, thought we were being extra. I just thought it's like that can't actually happen. That's so cruel. But then when you see it play out, it's like, OK, this is this is for real. I think that can be a shock to the system if you're innocent. So it's the difference between, you know, somebody who's been been in a war and see people get killed every day and somebody who has not seen anybody get killed ever. There's a big difference in mentality. So but the idea that any of those things should make a teacher give, you know, give leniency in, in a grading or leniency in the, in the test that, uh, as it counts towards your grade is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, just because we went through some oppression don't mean we're idiots. If we're not prepared, we deserve that F. But, I, but again, man, when and this guy's a white dude, which makes it even worse, you can't do your job sometimes when you're a white dude. Depending on the situation, sometimes public pressure can have you doing some stuff that you know is foul but you end up having to do it or get punished if you don't so either way this dude can't really win but the bottom line is he did his job i'm glad he has his job back i'm glad he's suing because essentially it was like you ain't make it easy for black people 
black people don't need that kind of press. I'm glad he didn't. Me too. Because that and makes I, it I hope, I hope he sued them for a grip. Exactly. As he said, this cost because he, he lost his jobs as a consultant for you know the work that he does outside of being a professor. He lost his job as a consultant because they fired him or stopped using him because technically he had been terminated from his school. So they probably like, hey, we can't have you consulting for us because you know they don't ask for the details of why you were terminated from your It's all about university. the optics, baby. It's all about the optics, as AG said. But here's something I want to bring up, which I thought was interesting, because, you know, they express their courage, concern, blah, blah, blah. Hey, how about you give us, give us a, quote, no harm final exam, a.k.a. how about you give me a no harm final exam because I'm about to fail this bitch. <laughs> so, like, how it could have been. He used the guise of all this to try to get out of failing. But that's the thing. He said just for the black students. He wasn't like this white person wasn't even trying to. I, I thought he no. said he just wanted the black for the black students to have a no harm exam. Nope. He said he requested a no harm exam, meaning that it would only count if it helps the students grade. He did not specifically say black students, which basically means like, hey if you don't take it you get what you get but if you do take it and you fail it it doesn't hurt you so like that's my thing is like hold on because if it was for black students now it might have been inferred that it was for black students but his words were hey just give us a no fail a no harm exam give us a no harm exam not give the black kids a no harm exam because let's be real if you gave the black kids no harm exam, last time I checked, that would be some sort of favoritism. Which means, on top of all that, you would have to throw that exam out because it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fair. Because the white kids would be like, "Well, why do you do that for them and not for us?" That's why he asked for a no harm exam for anybody. Man, this dude tried to use this so he didn't have to, so he couldn't fail. I mean, I think you read it wrong. I'm I'm reading it right now. And he said the email said was asking for decline great black students with greater leniency in the wake of Floyd's death. And right under this says we are right to express our tremendous concern about the impact that this final exam and project will have on the mental and physical health of our black classmates. The student wrote, the student whose name was not released then requested a no harm final exam that would only count if it helped the students grade. Not a black student's grade. Now that may have been inferred. And then furthermore, on top of this, hey, wait a minute. Exam and project? Right? So you can't do the exam, but you can finish the project. Man, get out of here with that, man. This dude was trying to get him. Smart, though. I guess that's why he's at UCLA. <laughs> I think he tried to get him. And now he got this, got this dude jacked up. And once again, he's going to sue. He's probably going to win for an unspecified amount of damages. And we'll never hear about it again. And he'll probably quit. Because if I'm him, why? if I can go somewhere else, why not? I mean, yeah, he could quit. Or he could stay there and just be untouchable. <laughs> I mean, probably, true, he, he, yeah, he could sue for tenure. And be untouchable. And that's the whole thing. Like, the thing about it to me was, like, 
I don't UCLA buckled under some some shit that they didn't they clearly didn't vet properly. So yeah, I understand the optics, but to me the optics are now worse. Cause basically you buckle under twenty thousand signatures instead of following your rules of education. You buckled over 20,000 signatures. But you can't do that. Man, I'm telling you, in the right situation, especially when you start throwing race around. I they just panicked, man. That's all it was. Yeah. School panic. Exactly. And that's all I'm saying to you. Is that's a lot of power in those types of signatures, especially when they're coming from white students. And, and especially in the climate, you know, like I said, it was a whole bunch of white people out there trying to be down for the cause or trying to prove that they were down for the cause. And the school I mean, was like, yo, we're not trying to we're not trying to get no negative publicity. And they made a dumbass decision and they, now they by got panicking. <laughs> now they got that negative. So it's like, what well, a damn they do, a damn they don't, I guess. So awesome. Enough about them. Cause, you know, smart people be do be doing dumb shit sometimes. So so all right. Now we are at our new segment. <laughs> we, you, are. <laughs> so this new segment is a segment that I will do because the other one was okay, but I didn't really like it as much. This this fits me a little better. It is simply called F That Guy. And basically every week, some, some guys getting F'd for whatever reason. So what I can we, we do, can we reword that? Can we? <laughs> no. Let's 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 clean that up a bit. The Basically, I, this is the exact same segment as was before. No. Except now not. we're just specifying that he do that he actually target individuals for his hatred and not just randomly be out there throwing hatred at the world. Well, no. I mean, this is essentially Ruben. Why are you mad? F that guy. I choose. I choose to target, <laughs> and I choose to target anything I want period i say we let him do what he wants to do damn it so so what i decided to do is i decided to do my top five f that guys so next week we'll start for something brand new it'll only be one a week but this week i want to start off with my top five f that guys because these people suck now now it was told to me that I had to use a real person, but f that, I don't care. I'm gonna do what I want. So, number five, f Christopher Robin, yo. Bro, you, <laughs> you you saying f that to a fictitious character? So what, man? F that. It's my show. <laughs> it's my show. <laughs> <laughs> so the we we all know the hate I have for Christopher Robin. And because And nobody understands it. We all know it, but nobody quite understands it. What do you mean you don't understand? It's very simple. Christopher Robin had no control of the animals down there and he was a punk. They punked him consistently. And I don't like him. And he always used to get he always used to get Pooh in trouble. <laughs> Pooh didn't do shit. Pooh was just chilling out with his one shirt, his onesie and his in this honey man that's all he was doing hey, and did, here comes Chris did, here comes did that make it any clearer for you no here comes Chris <laughs> the dude the dude loved tips of tigger and 
That's what it is. You a grown ass man (laughs) saying F a fictitious cartoon kid. Why are you why are you questioning me? I'm not questioning you. I just I just wanted to put it out there. Please continue with your irrational hatred. Thank you. (laughs) Number four. Yo, man, this is just a group, a group of you. I don't like you. Just because obvious readers. Yo, man, F pedophiles, dog. Really? Like, especially those who teach. Get out of here with that, man. How are you 30-something-year-old messing with some 14-year-old school kid? Really? Especially if you married and got kids? Man, go F yourself. I ain't got time for you. So F them. F pedophiles. Completely. Comments? I mean, I, mean, I, I guess because, like... Don't we all hate pedophiles? It, I was about to say, like, the your hatred was supposed to be exclusive to you. No, no, this is it, this is exclusive to this is my hatred. But if y'all yeah, hate but, them too, it's okay. I'm not gonna be mad at y'all. But if you don't hate them, that's cool too. But I'm just saying, hey man, and this is my all time. So this is number four. Okay. So it's whatever. The- number three. Yo, man, f Chris Collinsworth, man. I hate his voice. I hate what he talks about. And God knows, the fact that he is on TV <laughs> more often than not is annoying as hell. So, yeah, F. Chris Collinsworth, I don't like him. Well, uh, Bob, shut up, Chris. You said a whole bunch of nothing. Not a fan. And your voice sucks. So. <laughs> your voice sucks. <laughs> Number two. I ain't gonna lie, though. I, I don't like Chris Collinsworth. Either, because I, <laughs> I hate how he gets stuck in the middle of his sentence. And, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> you went to college. <laughs> Graduated from college. Get out of here. Actually, he graduated from law school. That's, and he can't talk. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Just another reason to hate that dude. Number two. Yo, man. Yo, F, F you, you shitty drivers in the DMV, man. Bruh. I mean, it's called a signal light. Use it. Like, hey, I don't mind if you want to get over, but there are rules, man. Hey, if we're trying to get over to one line, one car goes, the other car goes. One car goes, the other car goes. That's rules of the world, asshat. When you try to scoot in, no. That's not what it does, you ass. Stop it. You can't drive. Hey, you know, I'm driving 75. I'm already speeding. And you go past me like I'm just standing still? Bruh. People can't drive around here. They're terrible. They're terrible. And they're just terrible. F them. And number one of the F that list, the forever F that list, who will be number one. Ah, damn it. I knew I forgot somebody. You did. I mean, now nah, keep going. I, I want to see who this is. I want to see who this is. He used that whack ass. Um, so it's a tie. DMV thing. So he's it's a tie because I hate both of these people so terribly. First of all, how, 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 how you gonna put them on the same level, bro? Man, they, they they all on the same level, man. Trust me, they are. First of all, Blair Underwood, f you. What? You not from Petersburg, dog? Yo, yo oh, I'm from DC. He's from DC, man. I grew up in I grew up in New York. I was in the main streets in New York. Negro, your picture is hanging in Petersburg High School. Bruh. Okay, in all fairness, did he ever spend any significant time in his formative years in DC? Who cares? I'm just asking a question. I don't man. he graduated from Petersburg fucking high school. 
Well, you can and graduate from high school just showing up your senior year. I just want to know if he lives somewhere else. His family lives in Petersburg, man. The fool <laughs> grew up in fucking Petersburg. His kids went, his sisters went to camp. Nah, man. He's the second in command on Sequest. <laughs> Yo, man. How about you claim where you at, bitch? I mean, oh, I've been wanting to say that for years. Claim where you from. From D.C. He did, man. He from D.C., man. Yeah, fuck that nigga. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, it escalated quick. Sorry. <laughs> I don't really talk about him much, but yeah, F him, man. How are you just going to be tell, tell the world that you came from D.C.? Because he can't. I mean. Negro, your sister had a your sister had a crush on my brother. Stop it. <laughs> hate that, mom. That guy's killing me. So, and first of all, Sequest, Moco, I had more, pro- I had more respect for you. Sequest, dog, you watch that shit? <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> now Moco Cowboys on the list too. <laughs> God. And the mm. other tie for number one. Yo, man, it's not him personally. There it is. There it is. Yo, man. F Morris Chestnut's How can it not be personal? <laughs> man. You, you just compare yeah. him with Blair Underwood, who you have a personal hatred for. And then you said it's not personal, but F Morris Chestnut. That's because I don't I don't actually know him, but fuck You don't character. know Blair Underwood either. That's not the point. <laughs> you need to rep Petersburg, bitch. Like That's not the point. How you gonna be from Petersburg and not rep where you from? That's all I'm saying. If I was like, yo, man, I'm from Richmond. Hell, he's, he's ashamed of Petersburg. Petersburg. I'm just saying. Well, then he needs to shut the F up where he from then. Well, he's somebody probably asked him. I'm from him. somewhere else, man. He he needs to say DC. <laughs> at least Chris at least Chris Brown said he from Tappahannock. I mean, Isn't that, that true? That is Isn't that the Richmond from. area? It, yeah, but he says he's Tappahannock. I mean, J- Underwood didn't ever say he's from Petersburg. Kim. <laughs> so, God, man. okay. What's what's worse, Blair Underwood saying he's from DC and not claiming Petersburg, or Russell Wilson always saying he's from a small town, Richmond, Virginia? At least he said he's from Richmond. <laughs> well, at least he said it was a Richmond. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I mean, the man's from what Goochland, some shit. I wouldn't tell nobody I was from Goochland either. What's wrong with Goochland, <laughs> bro? Probably the same thing wrong with Petersburg, right? I mean, no. <laughs> There's Bitch, nothing gotta, wrong with Petersburg or Goochland. What's the problem, man? So, 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 you really still put Morris Chestnut and Blair Underwood on the same level? Morris Chestnut character. You, you, you mad at Morris Chestnut for playing good roles? I'm mad at him for never losing. Kill. And that show he he's on now shot. too. So what? He's 140, 100, 102. 102, man. The, I'm saying everybody else got to go through hell. Mo, how many times has Samuel Jackson been shot in his life? You he, know, hasn't, in he hadn't spent a lot of time dying in his films. I'm just saying. Man, I feel like Samuel Jackson dies a lot. No, a he lot. doesn't. Okay, let's try. No, this. you're just ta- you're just talking about like how he died in in Deep Blue Sea, which was so awesome. iconically. <laughs> <laughs> which was awesome. He also died in Jungle Fever. Okay, that's twice. I mean, then he got. I mean, he almost died in the Winter Soldier. 
But I'm saying that's Ray also Ray. not fair. Samuel Jackson been in like six thousand movies. Like so, he's gonna die in a couple of them. Hey, well, what about that time that John Travolta got killed, but Samuel Jackson didn't get killed? And um, cares about John Travolta? What? <sighs> Never mind. I don't I care know what I'm talking about. right now. And he's not on my list. See, why are you so mad at Morris Chestnut though, man? I think you just—I just think you don't like him because he's dark skin. That's what it is. You—you you wanted him. Wow. <laughs> Why can't be one of them? You, you gotta stop. You gotta stop oppressing us dark skin people, man. Did you say us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Moby <Ladies>. said us <laughs> with his light ass. <laughs> Moby's officially dark skin. He got red hair talking about us. <laughs> Moby is officially dark skin. Tiger Wood is officially black. I'm on this podcast live. <laughs> he didn't so get a passport. He didn't get a passport to black people. Don't no, worry about that. That I mean, is so funny. Oh my god. I mean, when Tico's passport says color, it says brown. I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's us. <laughs> that he was mixed. hilarious, man. Oh my god, so, y'all killing me tonight. Ah right, man, it's okay. But that's my top five of. Uh, of, of you know F them guys and every week I will have a new F them guy so be on the lookout F don't, them guy don't, don't be on that F them guy list <laughs> I mean but you can be on that F that guy list for not doing anything wrong just existing or winning because all Morris Chestnut do is doing is his job and you still you still won't acknowledge Ricky not really I mean, he died once. He man. got shot in the back, and it came out the front, dude. Come not, on, not man. even that. He died in that, and then it was in the movie, his his wife died on Christmas Day. Yeah. And then what did he do the next day? He delivered a baby. I know. Oh man, wait, how how was that fair exchange? <laughs> when one life goes, another one comes up. But how was that fair exchange? I mean, so oh oh so you know he's winning now because you know he delivered a baby the day after his wife died. Hey man. But see, this is the hate we so want. So you would you. feel like a winner if, like, your wife died and you delivered somebody's baby the next day. Why are we talking about me? All the thing I'm saying, Moby, we, this is the hate we wanted from him. So I'm not going to complain about it. I mean, F three out guy. of five ain't bad. F that guy. <laughs> I think Morris needs to be on the show. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And you know what? I believe. I believe if Morris Chestnut called in on the show, I think Ruben would not say anything. If Morris Chestnut called on the show, I would probably pass out. Exactly. You wouldn't have anything to say. All that little hate you have would go away. Nah, I'd probably be like, yo, man, can you take a real role and die? No, you wouldn't. Stop stop out here faking it for all Dude, these Dude, you couldn't even respond to my wife, man. You would not respond to no Morris Chestnut if he was on the show. What do you mean? What do you, man? On the best Look, of, man. the first yeah, best I, of I, we I, had. I think I think you would nut up if Morris Chestnut was like, hey, dog, I, I was Ricky. I got shot, man. What you talking about? Man, but Ricky was dumb. He won't go make it no way, no way. So whatever. What? He had a scholarship. He had a scholarship, man. He, he had an athletic scholarship. He was, the, he was the one that was going to make it out. Really? He yeah, had he an did. athletic scholarship. Now we're going to play that. He did have an athletic scholarship. No, but you said it like a, you said it like it was a half a scholarship. Don't even worry about I mean, that. Oh, on, so man. since he Let's, have academic scholarship, I mean, I, I, done, I, right? I'm about to say like, dang, like you know, some right. some of us play sports in college. Hold that on, don't mean we're dumb. <laughs> Are we about to sit here and say that Ricky was intelligent on that movie? I mean, let's be real. I mean, uh, what what evidence do you have to believe he was stupid? What evidence do you have to believe he was not? 
I mean, so wait a minute. So if somebody doesn't give you um, um, any indication of intellect, you automatically assume they dumb. I mean, even I though apparently he had, me. even though apparently he had to qualify to at least get into school. I mean, I'm not. Yo, man, everybody get a 2.0. And he had to have 700 SATs back then. So. I mean, he probably didn't take his own. Damn, That's you done created a whole out. narrative for I a fictitious know, right? character just so you can maintain this bullshit level of hatred <laughs> you have for him. <laughs> And no, Moco Cowboy is not one C. I just don't understand why he is watching anything called Sequest. Because nobody's watching that. Night. Apparently he was. I mean, yeah. Sorry, sorry about your life. Uh, sorry I mean, about your life. Look, I know some I know some of the trash that you watch on TV, so I don't know if you want to do that to anybody. Hey. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do that to anybody. I back up my trash. But that's beside the point. I like Moco Cowboy. He just I mean, yeah, and I agree with him. Yeah, one of the things, one of the winning things on TV was the um, the the Monday Night Football with the Mannings. Yo, that ish was hilarious, especially when LeBron was up there and they were talking about LeBron playing football. That joint was hilarious. And then when Nick Saban was up there and it was boring as hell because Jalen Hurts was getting his ass beat up, so they couldn't really talk all the good stuff they wanted to talk about Jalen Hurts. And Nick Saban was kind of dry like normal. And then I think last week. I wish Nick Saban would have did a D's nuts joke, though. <laughs> yeah. I just wish he would have done at least one. Come on, you got to give us one. But then last week, uh, Eli double flipped on national TV. That joke was hilarious. Eli's the winner on that show, by the way. Eli's hilarious. Here's everything Peyton is not, including the forehead. So, all right. Um,. So the next thing I want to get into is, so we've had a hundred episodes, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember everyone. Um, nobody does. So what we decided to do, and our list will probably be the same in some parts. Our top five funniest or greatest moments on this show, individually. So. Let's start with AG since he's heard this show more than anybody because he does the ones and twos and makes it sound beautiful for everybody. So AG, your top five moments on the show. Top five, number one, Morris Chestnut. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was freaking hilarious, I, man. I my hate was on 1,000. Man, when I <laughs> was going to work checking the reference against other shows, I was... I was in the car crying. I thought I was going to pull over. I couldn't see. I couldn't see. I was just like snot balls coming out, man. I was like, oh, my God, it's so funny. So that's my number one. Number two is when you went on a rant about toilet paper. This is when COVID first went down. About a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, man. That was (laughs) (laughs) He started arguing with me about one ply. I said, Ruby, you use it twice as much because you ain't using two ply. I was like, oh my God, that was fun. Um, 12. <laughs> 12. I think that's going to be on all of our lists. It is the, not the even joke, that. The joke that keeps giving. Man, because it's not, it, I can't even, I felt bad for putting it down because it wasn't a segment. You put the YouTube video on. We last talked about minute. it. It was a segment. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, but it was like last minute. And you're like, yo, man, just watch the video. I said, man, I wanted to just watch the video. Man, I watched that. I was through. And all I could say that entire episode was 12. 
I mean, that was the name of the episode. I mean, that, that, that is how many years is in a decade, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an honor student at Nance River High School. Bruh. How many, how many I don't know if she said honor student. She said she's a graduate, but no, I don't said, know if she said honor. She said honor. I remember her saying honor. That's what made her even worse. How many years? Twelve. <laughs> I then still... listen to the rest of the people try to figure out how many years is in a century. The greatest thing ever. Man. Ugh. So my number four is uh, uh, the, the tree story. Uh, Moby's telling his, his childhood story about the, when the kid hit the tree, and he faked. <laughs> <I forgot laughs> he, how do you forget about that? <laughs> that lasted two or three episodes. That's that that episode got uh, oh. Eon because Moby felt like no one believed him, and so he had to get on and confirm it all. And, and man. Oh. I, and, and I think I don't know what was funnier or scarier was his response to it all. It wasn't shock and horror. It was how do I get out of this? And if I get caught, I'm never gonna get anything again. Man, I was a kid. Man, I didn't I didn't care about thinking about. I won't think about nobody else. Man, that was that was something else. I Why was I like, be on punishment for the rest ah. of my life just because this dude died. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> this dude died. Oh my god, that is so sociopathic. Oh boy, that was hilarious. So my number five is um, Mo- when Moby was talking, and and this this was a show we did together, and I don't think it was a thing. I think it was a little part of a uh, an article that we were doing. But it sparked something in you, and you started talking about the new math your your daughter was doing, <laughs> and how oppressive it was because you got there in four steps, and hers was was like two pieces of paper, and Bruh. she failed it because of you. But y'all got the same answer. Got the same damn answer. <laughs> yeah, man. Do oh, you know how many God. people I told about that? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Anybody with kids who's helped they, the kids do homework in, in the you know last probably ten years realize like, yo, why the hell are they doing all this work? Square roots, man. Square roots, baby. <laughs> well, those are my five. All of them were equally as funny. I, I think I judged them just like the first three came right away. The last two, I just were reminded. But all of them uh, resulted in me crying. So that was my uh, that was my requirement, and they filled it famously. So those are my five. All right. So before I go to Moby, um, I had a comment on the Facebook page. So Morris is worse than a pedophile. I was thinking that, but somebody else, you know, I guess somebody else heard it too. Because I'm like, yo, Morris Chestnut, Blair Underwood, and Bad Drivers, and Chris Collinsworth are all Um, worse than pedophiles. Yes. I mean... <laughs> the fact that you no, don't even say no more. Let's move on. The fact that you said I mean after that statement it tells it all. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> now this this has become the greatest segment ever. <laughs> F that guy. Hey man. So hey, so uh, if you if you don't claim Petersburg, if you don't dine your movies. If you don't drive well in the DMV, you are worse than somebody who's out here boinking little kids. That is what you said, essentially. I mean, I, I, I've been told not it's to. It's five minute warning with Ruben Brown. 
<laughs> my my lawyer has told me not to speak on this matter. Anymore. Dude, you don't have a lawyer. Just you saying. don't know what I have. Sir. I kind of do. You don't have one of those. I mean, they're right over here. <laughs> they're right they're, over here. His, his name is Tom Brady. He tells me to shut up, so I'm sure I'm doing. <sighs> and yes, KB Yako, they straight murdering these trees with that new math. Yes, the yeah. paper that's being used. Like I don't even know what it looks like, and I'm almost scared to ask. Bro, it's, so. it's, it's it's ridiculous, man. All right. Like they really they really creating longer long divisions. <laughs> <laughs> the long division is already long enough. Damn. She wrote down some stuff. It's it like long division, and I'm looking over there. I'm like, why are you multiplying? Shit? Wait, wait a minute. Why are we multiplying, adding, subtracting, and th- what? How what? did we do four other steps before we even started doing the long division? Man, you gotta show me that one day. Bro, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Some things you don't need to see. I ain't got enough, I ain't got enough room in my car for them notebooks, man. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh, man. All right, Moby, your turn. Your top five greatest I- misses on the show. Greatest misses? <laughs> Damn. Like- wow. <laughs> no, greatest right. hits, man. Greatest hits. So, so, um, my number five one was the new math one though, because like I, I just really have real passion towards that. So I know it probably came off very humorous, and I just want everybody to know I'm dead ass serious about that. <laughs> that, that was not meant to be funny. That's exactly what happened. Like it was. <laughs> Every time she asked me to help her with math homework, I cringe, man, because I'm just like, don't do this to me. Like just. She's in advanced placement math now, too. And I'm like, she's in the fourth grade. Yeah. <laughs> what is advanced placement math in the fourth grade? Bro, when, when you when you doing 28 steps, each problem, <laughs> everything, like everything looks like an equation. I thought she was doing trigonometry and I realized, no, she's just multiplying double digit numbers. <laughs> <laughs> what, 11, times 11, times, 11 times 11 times zero equals zero. Bro, 20, well, 11 they, times 11 is 122 they're, times They're zero. doing like, like it's like 46 times 24. But when you let her start writing it, yo, it'd be like 300 steps. What happened <laughs> to the... Never mind. Just keep it moving. T- yeah, keep it just, moving. Yeah. just keep moving. All right, so the number four one was actually the tree story. Because I... But it's not really just the tree story. It was really when E came up there because... It was funny to hear him tell the story from his perspective and i felt validated that there was actually somebody out there who was who's literally saying that i wasn't making the shit up but why would my thing with you was why would you think we thought you were lying it wasn't y'all i had other people who like first of all i didn't know some of the people listening to the show and they was like bro that was funny as hell but it can't be true and i'm like why oh. would i make that shit up okay i didn't know that okay like why would i make it up <laughs> <laughs> man that was hilarious oh my god my mom listened to that episode and she was like yeah why do people think you were making that up i'm like i don't know it's not nothing in that story made me look good it ain't like i was out here making myself look great in the story you look fly you look good no sorry you done yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just you had done. two lines, man. You done. All right. The other one, which wasn't really a funny moment, but it was like one of my favorite moments, was when we did the My Five and we picked songs that described ourselves. 
Yeah, it was good. And, that was good. And because we, you know, I, I felt like that was really cool because I thought it was really weird that y'all picked one of the same songs, the Walking on Sunshine song. I was like, Yeah, I heard that the other day. I actually heard be, it today. Because the funny thing is, like, I absolutely got it for Ruben, and I totally didn't see it coming for you, AG. Like, just, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the song, man. That was a jam. I remember when I came out I was a kid. I was like, yo, okay. Not at all. I did not when you said it, I was like, not at all did I expect that coming from you. It um did. it did. I think my favorite moment though, so this is my top one. My favorite moment was AG going off about why did I get married to Oh man. Oh because me and Ruben had talked about the subject before. So we uh, just kind of sprung it on you. And then like you just went in on it like with a passion that neither one of us thought was coming. How could you like, not <laughs> think that was gonna happen? How could you not think that was gonna happen? We just man? didn't know because we felt the same way. We felt the same way. And I thought I was gonna be the loud vocal one. And like by the time you got done, all I could do was be like the hype man in the background and be like, yeah. <laughs> man oh oh whew. yeah i, I mean mm. that's probably the most passionate you have talked about any subject up here oh i believe that like like you've talked you've talked about the bs republicans and, and you you've called people punk ass bitches before but <laughs> never never had you talked with so much passion when you talked about why did i get married to like you it was like we opened up like some cheat code to you (laughs) (laughs) it was like i thought i thought i thought you was gonna give us like that bulldog that bull guy and mike tyson punch out like i thought you was gonna charge us a couple times throw a uppercut and be good but no, you went straight into Mike Tyson the first 30 seconds where every time he touches you, he knocks you out. Like you was you was passionate about that. I was. I was. I was. It, and it don't matter how many times you ask me about it, man. Cause it's like, oh my God, being rewarded for poor behavior. Oh. <laughs> Kepiaco's like, yes, AG yeah. didn't wait to the question fish being. He didn't. Asked. Like, yeah. hey, what do you think about Wilder? Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's some old bullshit. <laughs> How the pairs you be strung up by his nuts for making that roll, man. <laughs> uh, poor Tyler Perry, his ears must have been on fire that day, boy. I don't think I don't think I'm the only one talking that way, but yeah, probably. Well, nah, none of us Tyler, were cool. <laughs> Tyler Perry don't care about y'all. He didn't make that for us. Nope, sure did. <laughs> and that was the smartest thing I'd ever heard. And I really didn't think about that. He is not making these movies for men at all because he got a lot of man issues. And it shows. So, just saying. He needs to keep doing it, man. This is to himself. You can't. Why? Shoot. Uh, Made them, a trillion them, dollars them, off them, of that. I'm about to say, them issues are taking them all the way to the bank. For real. When people when people talk trash about Tyler Perry, I be mad as hell. I'm like, bro, you know this dude, the smartest dude in the room? Yes, sir. Just saying. I mean, I'll disagree. All right. Thank you, Mo B. So... My top five, of course, um, was at the 12 joint. That was number five for me because that joint was hilarious. I mean, literally, it started off at the beginning. Like, I didn't, that wasn't even like the big, supposedly the beginning of the show, but 
AG couldn't get control of himself. No. So we had to start the show with that. <laughs> oh, man. And it was just like, calm down. I couldn't even. It was. I'm oh, so God. sorry I ruined it, but I didn't. Because yeah, that was did. hilarious, bro. You weren't 12. sorry about that. I wasn't. I, I mean, I was because you're trying to get through the show, but I just couldn't let it go, man. 12? I mean, <laughs> that was a shock to my system, bro. I'm like, these are like adults. What? Never mind. And you didn't, and you didn't even want to listen to it. <sighs> you didn't want to watch the video. Guess I, what? I know. It was. You know what? I'm so glad you made me. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, number um, four. Yo, man, we go off on tangents way too much, but bruh, the ooze and noodles tangent <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about dudes getting a shot for oodles and noodles. And you just took this into the whole new, yo, man, which ones are pretty good? Nah, these are terrible. Next thing you know, we're all talking about how, how, how good the damn things are and how much we don't care. I and- said what I said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like, come on, man. Like, we rarely even talked about the dudes in prison getting them. And I guess, oh, you know, man. they're they're giving away 900 packages or something or that whatever. Was, that was First of all, it's important everybody. to know if you was getting the chicken, shrimp, or the beef. Because I wouldn't do shit for the beef. I'm not saying I wouldn't eat the beef, but I mean, you're not about to get me to do no extra shit for the beef. And anybody who feels that they would do extra stuff for the beef, you know what? You need to look at the, the mirror and you need to... Fit. Do you feel good about yourself? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You feel good about yourself. That you would sell yourself anything for the beef flavored ramen noodles matter of fact the fact that you eating if you volunteer to eat the beef flavored ramen noodles and you just ain't starving ain't shit else in the house i question you. Side eye. <laughs> <laughs> so like i said i said what i said man you say we went off on a tangent no nah, man i was i was speaking my truth mm. okay Ooh. um number three for me was was poo when we talked about when we had the this is like episode 17 Oh man! I mean, look how you say we. You wasn't on that one, was he? Yeah, he wasn't on that one. (laughs) Boy, oh man! I I went, I went in on a whole poo situation. I mean, he went all the way Smithfield hamming on that boy. Because I hate Ticker man with a passion. (laughs) Like I hate that dude. That's what Tickers do best. (laughs) All the all the stereotypical black things. Uh, That's what Tickers do best. Man, Show that. up late, be loud, more athletic. <laughs> That's what tickets do best. I hate tickets, man. I hate tickets. <laughs> oh god. That Come was, over, yeah. try to get your food. That's what tickets do best. I mean, yo, know, man, that was like thirty minutes of God. Whatever. Um, oh yeah, that's when y'all was still doing the marathon podcast. Yeah, like three hours <laughs> long. Hey man, uh, whatever. Um. The I hate Star Wars is number two. All and that and that was all because of AG's wife. She put up that whack post about Star Wars. And what was the whack post about Star Wars? I don't remember, but that's part was of it, the, was it, it was probably something simple like made a fourth be. Yeah, it was some dumb no, it was something like it was something like that. And I just went F Star Wars or something. <laughs> but the and funny then, but the funny thing about that to me was when he had a chance to respond to her. He had nothing. I don't like to break up happy homes, man. You're not breaking up no happy homes? I mean, but I didn't know that at the time, so. Move saying. on, Ruben. Move on. And see, now you don't want to hear my reason why I didn't. But, but and of course, I mean, when, when I had to bear my soul 
about how much I disdain Morris Chestnut and the characters that he picks and how he never loses. For me personally, that was that was immense. Like, like I I could have paid somebody to tell that story, but I told it on my podcast and it made me feel so much better afterwards. Just saying. <laughs> Y'all laugh, but I feel so much better now that I got that off my chest. Was it therapeutic Y'all for you? It. it was very therapeutic. Cathartic, yeah. even. Yep. Okay. I hate that dude. All right. I hate that dude. So, but I but the problem is like there are so many other, like the like Moby's story. I mean, that easy could have made it up here. Um, you know we. It's so many funny things that have happened on this show. And so what I did is um, episode 24.1 and the two best ofs, I put that on the on the front page of our webpage. So if you want to go back and listen to a lot of the funny stuff, um, go to www.5minutewonder.com and if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see the You'll see those shows where you can listen and you can laugh and you can understand what the craziness we're talking about. Um, and hey, man, 100 episodes down, it's time, it's time to keep it moving. So when it's all said and done, AG, what else is on your mind, bro? Well, what else is on my mind is this show. And I just want to thank you personally, Moby personally, for uh, having me on the show because the show has definitely changed me in from an audio standpoint much better than i was when i started um i think you posing questions and i think moby's uh perspective on things has probably helped me go deeper into social ills from a black perspective social ills for social ills sake because you just think differently and you make people think when you say stuff so from that perspective alone, I appreciate being on this show. And I appreciate you wanting me on the show uh, just in general. I thought it was very kind of you. So I'm glad to be 100 episodes in. I wasn't, I wasn't, obviously I wasn't on uh, each one, but I do appreciate you allowing me to be here. So thank you, sir. And I Sirs. appreciate you being here. And, you know, I, I appreciate your, your wife for being on the one episode that she's ever been on. Hopefully we can make that too one day. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I know. I got to ask. Right I know. Now. I got to ask. <laughs> and she appreciates it, but no. <laughs> All right. I mean, and- my, mom, my mom's still trying to get back on. <laughs> oh, I would love to have your mama on. Oh, give her a microphone. That, oh, man. I don't know if you want that. Because she, she thinks she's going to be back on TV, y'all. Yeah, she thinks she's going to be on TV and the YouTubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she just rolled up in your spot. Was like, "What's going on here?" Trying to get her hair straight. That was funny, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, Moby. What's up? What's on your mind, bro? Um, look, man. Um, I've been. Ag sent out something to us. Um, with Bug Bunny, basically chopping off Florida from U.S. I mean, I guess me and Bugs agree. U.S. stops at Georgia. <laughs> But I, I, you know, I was what's on my mind is man. I've been I've been trying to get myself up to date on international affairs. So there's actually a website called Florida Daily, and you know they just have all the crazy stuff that goes on in you know the U.S. territory of Florida. And I mean, yo, man, you can't make this shit up, man. 
Nah. There's a, a Florida woman stabbed her sister with the EpiPen because she said she was allergic to drunks. That shit really happened. Um, <laughs> a Florida man stole uh, the ring from stole his girlfriend's ring to propose to his other girlfriend. <laughs> shit happened in Florida, man. Thank you, Rubens. Shit happened in Florida, man. Oh, you can't God. like like yo man so look man i just need y'all to stay up to date on international affairs man and uh um, we really need to stay up to date on that <laughs> no you need to stay up there because i don't want people to think i just be up here hating on florida just for no reason i ain't hating on florida i just like do you really want florida to be part of your country <laughs> i mean besides disney world and south beach like and t-pain i mean like and you know but, you know, no we, plies, can, man, we can't have we, we, can, we can import our music. You know what I'm saying? We got a whole bunch of musicians from Canada. We don't claim they from us here. You know, I, I'm cool. Let's just let's just keep Florida as an import territory. We import what we need. We ignore the shit that, you know, which is like 80% of it. Let's just ignore that shit, man. U.S. stops to Georgia, man, forever. Oh, God. <laughs> forever. <laughs> hey. Well, life for life man hey man bugs bunny let you know he took a saw took a saw yo cut it right that off man, that cartoon cared to have vision man God. i saw that and i had to put it on <laughs> bro stabbed stabbed her sister with the epi pen i'm said, allergic because she's allergic to drugs <laughs> That's bro, you, you know how bold you gotta be to steal your girlfriend's ring and propose to your other girlfriend with it. <laughs> There's nothing I can say on that. that. It only happens in Florida. Even though Texas is catching up. It's I don't think Florida. Texas has a chance. I mean, Texas wants to be its own territory anyway. So like it's kind of unfair to like exclude Texas because they want to be excluded anyway. Florida actually proactively wants to be a part of the US and we should have no parts of it. Have no parts of it. <laughs> so you're saying passport only, huh? Passport only, man. That's right. I mean, make it a U.S. territory, man. It's cool. So oh, wait a minute. If we make that U.S. territory, can we now like promote Puerto Rico, please? Man, I told you all a couple episodes ago, man. Let's just do a trade. <laughs> Who we trade with? Just, just trade Florida. We're you gonna know, promote Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico to state, yeah. to state status, and we'll, we'll put Florida back on the practice squad. <laughs> practice squad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll sign Puerto Rico. <laughs> you know, because oh, we still wow. want to have fifty. We still want to have fifty states on the roster. So you know, well, we got to remake the flag. Just no, we don't. Florida. No, we don't. It's one for one. Still fifty. No, I'm saying if we don't promote. Puerto Rico, we, well, we are going to promote Puerto Rico. Makes more yeah. sense. I was just saying, we, we just we just pick up, floor, you know, Puerto Rico. Oh, sorry, just force. <laughs> it, 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 that's what happens, man. You say Puerto Rico, that's what happens. Awesome. U, U.S. stops to Georgia. <laughs> Gotta get that on the shirt. It really did. <laughs> you trademark right. that yet? You need to get on it, man. <laughs> man, man, I could tell you, but. It's not worth it right now. Um, so, I mean, I guess for me, man, as far as was on my mind, whew, 100 episodes. And in three weeks, it'll be two years. I mean, we've put out a lot of content. And the majority of it is is awesome. 
Um, you know, I, I feel like some statements need to be made. Like one, we're not all bad people. I think we're pretty intelligent black men who have a keen idea on what's going on in our own world. Um, two, we don't hate white people or anybody else for that matter. We do hate stupid people. That's that's legit. If they don't, I do. I can't stand stupid people. Um, and you know, when it's all said and done, I just think that the fact that we talk about what the other the other part of the world does that you don't necessarily see on the news or on page six, and just the the true deep down craziness of our of our world is where we live, and it's cool that we talk about it it is cool that people listen you know 100 episodes is partially because of us but mostly because there are people who actually listen to it which shocks me every day it still amazes me yeah and i appreciate everyone who listens to it whether you listen to one second one minute one hour one episode or more than that i appreciate those who've told their friends about it i appreciate those who looked at that be like what the hell is that I mean, I appreciate those like, man, this shit sucks. Thanks for listening. We'll take that. We'll take that. Listen, I mean, I just appreciate everybody and everything. I definitely appreciate Moby and AG. Um, it's so hard to to do a show like this without people who are not like yourself. Because if I wanted to do a show with people like myself, nobody would listen to this shit. And I still don't think people listen to it for me anyway. Everybody listens to shit from OB, and that's cool because I give him a platform, and I'm fine. Okay. Don't <laughs> um, be bashful. It's true. All right. I mean, so, but when it's all said and done, I just feel like that, you know, almost two years ago, I went on vacation and I came back and decided I want to do a podcast. Yo, man, this stuff isn't hard, man. And I think everybody should at least give themselves the opportunity to put their opinion out there in some sort of way, whether it's just for you or just for everybody else to consume it. I mean, you know, I've chosen to have everybody consume it, so there's a good, there's a bad, there's a plus, there's a minus. I remember, I think, episode three, I got an email saying, yo, I didn't appreciate what you talked about that. And I was like, oh, there are people who actually listen to this shit? <laughs> okay that's right moby's a sexist yeah so i mean yeah. yeah so episode three i got my first email and i had to apologize on air for that and i did that was cool and everything and you know because i didn't mean what i said i don't think i just don't remember what it is right now but it's one of those things where i wanted to talk about things that i wanted to talk about and i didn't necessarily i did not have the ability to do so in a position I was in formerly and now I'm in a position I am now I can speak on it so because if you haven't noticed I'm kind of opinionated just saying um, but yeah I appreciate everyone who's given any time to this show I appreciate the guests that we had on this show ever since we went live I appreciate everyone um, and I know I we joke with our fans who type in and stuff like that and thanks for typing in and being crazy with us because I can only imagine when you go back and listen to it and people are like who are they talking to 
not us, you know. So it's very important that we keep that going. Hey, 100 down. If this is the last one, went out like a G. I don't plan for it to be the last one. So we're going to still act like G's. But thank you to everyone who who ever had anything to do with this episode. Even if you, well, not this episode, this, this show, even if you said you hated it. That means you gave some time to it. So I appreciate that. Um, with that being said, yo, episode 100 down. Next week, episode 101, you know, we're going to start over. And in three weeks, woo, two-year anniversary. Two-year anniversary. Two-year anniversary. Wow. Like I said a couple episodes ago, this is this might be the longest relationship I've ever been in. And everybody laughs, but that's kind of that's sadly legit. <laughs> so, but look, hey, if you here, I'm gonna be here, and hopefully, AG and um, Mo be here too. So, once again, appreciate everybody for listening. Tell a friend, you know, tell an enemy too. I don't care. The more people listen, this is just more awesome. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for participating. Hey. Go Washington. Go Yankees. And I think this is the right time for us to be out. Peace. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. Listening to the Five Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search Five Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there.